Hi, and welcome to Helping People Perform, the podcast that gives you fascinating insights into those people whose chosen vocation is to help others perform at their best. From consultants to teachers, sports coaches to financial advisors, all of my guests share a passion for getting the most out of individuals, teams, and organizations. Enjoy the episode. So welcome to another episode of the Helping People Perform podcast. Uh, today, I'm joined by Julian Roberts, uh, who is a good friend and uh, met through a network of people uh, recently and has introduced me and helped me along with some of this uh, podcast work as well. So uh, really happy to have you on board today, Julian. It's good to see you, Paul, and good to have this conversation. I'm really looking forward to it. Fantastic. And Julian, um, you're an executive and business coach. Um, you you help people unlock potential. Um, you also are about creating resilient teams and things like that. So there's lots of great themes about helping people perform that I'd love to get into today. Um, but before we go into that part of things, could you just tell us a little bit about your background? You know, How have you got to where you are today? Yes, that question, how have I got here, is an interesting one, isn't it? Well, I spent sort of just over 20 years working in uh, the food industry, uh, working for companies like Heinz, uh, Yoplait, some big ones, but also some smaller businesses as well. Um, I've had a passion for food and had a passion for the industry, uh, predominantly working in sales and marketing, so leading sales teams, um, dealing with the wonderful uh, likes of Tesco and Asda and um, negotiating, you know, cost price increases and getting listings, that wonderful thing. And thoroughly enjoyed it. And um, throughout that that time and had some challenges as you do in that industry uh, and probably even more challenges right now. Um, uh, but I came to, to I think it was about probably six years ago, uh, I started to have those sort of two things that started to collide. Um, one thing was I was working in a, uh, a toxic environment which uh, was, a, was a first-time experience I remember people talking about that years ago and I thought what's that about and I I experienced it mm-hmm. uh, which wasn't great um, but I, and sometimes I'm thankful for that because it created a moment uh, and then the other thing that was coming as well at the same time was that um, my wife and I were looking to foster a child as well so those two things came and we were looking for some perhaps more flexibility and I'd lost my little bit of mojo for what I was doing because the toxicity I was, I was working in. And I, and I started to think, well, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do with this? Mm. And, uh, and so I, I, I sort of reflected back actually on, on my career. And as much as I enjoyed it in the sales targets and the, the profit targets and launching new products and, and getting excited about that and, and, and sort of working with sales teams, what, what really got me excited was working with uh, with my team and individuals and just getting alongside them and seeing them really take flights and do some amazing things for themselves mm. with my intervention of what I call coaching at the time. Uh, and that's what I started to do. And, and it was this, I kept coining this phrase about unlocking potential, which sounds a very cliche thing, but that's what I kept coining. And that's what I like to do. Uh, and so I, I did jump ship. Uh, initially I did some consultancy uh, I still do some consultancy work with companies uh, and in that time of consulting uh, with uh, companies on strategies I then retrained as an executive coach uh, I felt I needed to uh, sort of get the skills and the training and 
get exposure to people you know observing me feeding back all that type of thing mm. um and then since then i've then now developed a, a coaching practice where i every day have the opportunity to truly unlock people's potential it sounds very corny but it, it really is a, a, a passion for my for me uh, and that's done you know individually but also done in teams as well so that was a very where i've come from and, and where i am today i guess right uh, a wonderful story and i, I I've spoken to a few people both on this podcast and uh, and just in general and and people's transition from that sort of corporate world the standard world I've done exactly the same where I was in in the work help maybe helping people um in my teams and things like that move on but to take that transition and move on to what is something that is really just there to help others perform um, it is a bit of a big leap, isn't it? And uh, mm, uh, yeah, it, it's it's an interesting one, but one that I've thoroughly enjoyed, and I'm, I'm sure you have as well. I mean, I've been quite fortunate. I mean, I've, I've worked for the, the big organisations uh, where it's very corporate, very centralised. Heinz was that wasn't particularly my best sort of culture for me, but I've also worked in very sort of very entrepreneurial, dynamic businesses as well. Um, and I think always I've had this desire, probably for a long time. To go on my own in some capacity and I knew what it was hmm. um, and I always loved when I worked in organizations where I had the free range just to go off and create new markets new areas uh, of interest and business developments um, and I guess when I had the opportunity you know out of I guess adversity because always I always think adversity is a something you can be propelled forward by it or you yep. can knock it back and I guess yeah I took that leap and um, I, I've just not look back at all absolutely love it uh, yes there is a challenge of course there is um but you're in a little bit more control of your own destiny uh, and uh, it's uh, a great way to continue to to do uh, business and make money yeah indeed and so what is that for you these days so what do you do who do you help how do you help others perform yeah i, I guess it's it's a mixture I, I go into organizations um and i might you know coach people individually uh, and that could be some people who've got just been newly promoted and they need to have that sort of support and help it might they might need more greater confidence in the boardroom it might need uh, you know a business owner who's just realized that they the business has grown and they need a, either a mindset shift on to, to, to increase that that growth um, but also it might be that they, they want to now sort of do more, not public speaking or so, but speak to a larger teams and more confidence in that. Right. Uh, so I might help them with that. Um, and then, you know, it might be a business owner just wants to, or a, or a leader of a business wants to just create a, a, um, a better future for themselves, but also for their business. And I help them sort of smash down those sort of limited beliefs, change some mindsets. You know, I have one client who he, he had this real mindset of everything was all, in three years, five years, sort of mindset, sort of planning, which is okay. I'm all for three year, five year plans. And he kept saying it, he kept saying it throughout this conversation. I said, What are you doing today? <laughs> and um, and it sort of stopped him a little bit. And he went, Oh, I said, was anything stopping you doing it today? And he went, Well, not really. I said, We'll do it today then. Mm-hmm. And so he, he he had a very simple challenge, very simple shift in his mindset. He started to do things today, mm-hmm. but then he did still obviously plan. Um, and I, I caught up with him about just over 18 months ago after he, he after that time and he says julian that one thing you did and shifted my mindset has i've done more in the last 18 months than in five years before that and and, and that to me 
is unlocking somebody's potential. He had loads of potential and he was already successful in what he was doing. Hmm. But that little shift of me observing something and then flipping the switch, so to speak, and challenging him has then created him to be more, not just do lots, but we were productive and efficiently and create something far better and unlocking that potential. So that's individuals. Uh, and I love doing that in sort of various guises. Um, and then also I work with teams and the teams piece is something quite say new in the last sort of 18 months, really. Um, it's funny because when you go into the world of coaching, you think it's just about one-to-one. And mm. I realized actually I used to love leading a team and not that when I'm coaching a team, it's not leading them, but there's something about that team dynamic, something about that lots of people in the interaction. And, um, and I, and I had the opportunity to coach a, a team of ladies who looked to, were looking to row around Great Britain and break a world record. Yes. And that was sort of like athletic team, slightly different, but they're still people. And it's whether you're in a boat or an organization, it still works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really enjoyed that. And I thought it was a real privilege, but, you know, building in resilience, psychological safety and creating a high performing team. And, that's what I'll do with organizations in some guys. And it's interesting. I have this, this thread of resilience always comes out throughout what I do, certainly within uh, team dynamics uh, to try and make sure that that team is, you know, got longevity. It's got able to take shocks, but also mm. to really um, stand the test of time and uh, take that agility to keep moving and stuff. So yeah, teams as well. So that quite a mixture of stuff, but it all ends up me thinking, with my intents on anybody interaction I have is, is, is how can I help them unlock their potential, which sounds very corny, but it's as simple as that really. And I use the tools and the experience I've got uh, to endeavor to do that. And I love the value. And this is the reason for this podcast essentially is that the sheer value of having people brought in externally to help you shift that mindset, challenge you, understand different perspectives, bring in different ways of working. I just want to delve a little bit into one of the phrases there, which is um, around the beliefs and limiting beliefs in particular. So yeah. like, what what's your experience of limiting beliefs and, and how do you, you know, how, how can you help people go about um, getting over those beliefs? Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, I meet a lot of executives um, and business owners who broadly know what they want to achieve, you know, and in terms of their goals, um, although I can help them get clarity on that. But uh, and and in, in some sense, they sort of know how to do it. What stops stops us all, really, uh, is that limiting belief. I don't have a belief that I can do this. I can achieve this. You know, it's like setting out to you know, climb Mount Snowden for something in, in Wales, mm. you know what you want to do and you know how you need to do it, do a bit of training, walking, hiking, all that type of thing. But if you don't believe you can get to the top, you probably won't make any steps to get there. Um, and so I I do a lot of stuff with people and, and just that reframe I did with that uh, individual who kept putting things into three year, five years mm. was a belief. That was a, right. a belief. And things with beliefs you know whatever beliefs we have our system our psyche looks for confirmation it's called confirmation bias and it looks for confirmation to that's what i believe and i'll look for stuff to confirm that um and so if that belief is wrong or that narrative is wrong or or that narrative doesn't serve you then you'll just confirm a something that won't serve you and it won't be helpful Mm. Uh, just like that guy i spoke to about you know three year five year planning that didn't serve him in that 
purpose doesn't mean three year five year plan is not valid mm. it, it wasn't serving him but serving him by getting more things now created a new belief a new narrative as a reframe basically mm. then he looks for confirmation how he executes on that and therefore he got that momentum going so it's it's a really powerful thing and i, and I believe it's something can be really subtle when you're in conversation people don't come to me with you know, a whole list of limiting beliefs. <laughs> this is well, my lim- Can you help all- me with this limiting belief? Please, they they don't. Nobody yeah. knows. I don't know they are. And, you know, we all have them. But I, I look for narratives. I look for, for 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 what the phrase is and sort of patterns that they're saying. And, I'm, and I think, is that serving them? And if it's not serving them, that's when I'll bring a challenge and then we'll bring a reframe to that. And that starts to really create the sort of the power to be in terms of that unlocking it's like taking the lid off literally of yourself so yeah it's a it's a powerful thing certainly is and I, I know I've been through that experience myself with coaches um and even in in my latest career shift and going on my own even starting this podcast and things I had a lot of oh I'm going to start that after this I'm going to start that after this and I got yeah. a lot of challenge back from people as to why not give it a go just try it out now yeah. or, or try a little experiment to see how it goes mm. learn from it and, and move on so uh, I, I love the the ability that coaches have to notice those things and uh, and highlight them to you and just get, to get you think differently what yeah think? i think we've got to remember that we we all have a natural bias to be negative mm. um on the, on the view no we don't yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and we have to think about that and so no our natural bias is negative our natural bias is won't achieve and we need to you know create those right narratives uh and not get caught up with the narratives that we've had to this point you know mm. what has got us here won't get us there type of that that sort of old adage uh, sort of quotes yeah. uh, but it's so true it really is true and if you want to you know start a business and like you've done and like i've done i had to change narratives different beliefs and what i could do and what i can't do mm. uh, and then and, and it's, it's so exciting because it you get into areas of place of, 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 of slightly scary places and thinking, what am I doing here? Uh, then you get the imposter syndrome, which I, 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 I quite like imposter syndrome because it, for me, it creates this little signal to me that I'm pushing the boundaries a little bit. I'm in an area where I'm slightly, I'm growing because I'm like, I'm not entirely sure here. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel that's a good little sign of feeling I'm not a fake, but I'm like, mm, not so sure about this um but yes it's exciting and life's to be lived in that way isn't it it certainly is um one of the the bits that i like to uh to talk to people about as well is how do you uh lift up your own performance you know what's the uh the channels who do you talk to are there different environments or different things that you do that help you lift your own performance you make a real valid point and a valid question because i think that's uh, certainly as a coach or as individuals we need to be in that sort of frame of mind of in personal developments you know um, there's me expecting my clients to be in that zone um you know i've got to be a role model and i don't have to tell them or show that but they'll know if i'm developing myself hmm. uh, and pushing myself and, and making sure that i'm honing my skill uh, there's a number of things i do uh, I have a coach I meet sort of every month yeah. uh, and she is sort of coach mentoring stroke supervisors, a mixture of stuff. So if I get stuck with a client or, you know, I'll share that with her and she'll help me navigate that for next time and learn from it. Yeah. Um, I might share my frustrations with her. I might have other things and she'll just help coach me, mentor me. And I feel to me that's 
really valuable time. Uh, and, you know, as much as I encourage everybody to get into coaching, you know, as in get a coach, um, I've got one myself and, and I feel it's a real valuable investment and helps me just get those blind spots, those things of, am I doing stuff that's not serving me or serving my clients? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that's, that's that. Um, I'm currently in the, the last bits of my master's uh, in psychology, um, just doing the thesis bits, uh, which is interesting. <laughs> um, and the reason I did that, not out of any, oh, I need to do a master's in psychology, it's just I felt a few years ago, I got really interested in, in the sort of human behavior and I just wanted to get more an understanding and more depth and richness to bring to my sort of practice. And uh, so I went on and started did a master, started a master two years ago. And um, that's been really good. Uh, it's been very different, um, very challenging, uh, but it's actually um, really honed some sort of understandings of sort of cognitive uh, understanding of behaviors, uh, why people do things. And I think it's really brought some value to, to my clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I'm not a huge reader. It's just, uh, I find reading just, just hard for me. I don't know, just one of those things. Yeah. Um, so I do a lot of listen to podcasts as well, just to get some inspiration, you know, whether it's listening to yourselves um, or, or, you know, Stephen Barnett, Dive CEO, or Johnny Wilkinson's I Am, those sort of ones that can give you some inspirations. And so constantly in a frame of what can I learn? And obviously, you know, I run my own podcast and I use that as an opportunity to learn from people who are great as well. So, yeah, yeah. very important. Yep, and we'll make sure we put the links to that podcast. That's uh, helping organisations <laughs> thrive, isn't it? It is, and, it, and it, it's, a, it's a passion thing for me. I've been doing it a couple of years now, and it's just like yourself it's just having conversations with people i love it and learn so much from interacting with people from all around the world it's, it's a brilliant thing really yeah. i love it yeah it really does open up the mind to the even if you are doing very similar things everyone's got a slightly different angle or a different perspective on things that you can if you i'm, I'm no, noting down a load of things as we go through here as i do with with most of these interviews and uh there's always something in there that you can mm. just challenge your own thinking. You can do something a bit different and move that forward. So uh, fantastic. And I know you're a big networker as well. You, you, you say you've been at a networking breakfast this morning and. Yeah. Uh, I love to network. I never used to like it. I used to hate it. Uh, now I, I love it. And it, and it's not, it's, it's interesting because I don't see just networking just to get business because that's just right. so transactional. So just, you know, there's people who come up to you and all they're interested in is getting business. It's for me building communities, friendships, um, being part of something, serving others, uh, helping others out, um, and and you know, as, as a networking event last night as well, and getting to new venues, different places. It's just, it's just, I'm I'm a not obviously I'm an extrovert actually, but not not obviously I'm not like sort of shouting onto the stage extrovert, but I actually get energy from other people. Right. You know, I came back last night, got back at eight o'clock. And I was buzzing, <laughs> absolutely buzzing. <laughs> yeah. I, was, oh, I was literally absolutely buzzing because I was, I was networking, I was with people. So, yeah. yeah, no, it, uh, it, it is amazing because even if we've got the, the flip side, I mean, one of the my other guests, uh, uh, Jens Heitland, he was talking about being an introvert. Uh, and even though he's a big connector of people, massive networker, um, he's still, his energy comes in having a, the ability to be by himself and absorb everything that he's uh, um, heard from de- various people and, and to really think about it. So mm. it, it's not 
there's never a single fit is there in terms of the type no. of people that can go into these roles it's uh, exactly. uh and there's lots of different angles you can go into oh, mm. i love it <laughs> um so a couple of different questions then in terms of uh let's call them ideal clients you know who, who would you really love to be working with uh who do you think you know if i could have the opportunity to use my skill set to help these people this organization this team perform um who might that be who comes to mind in that thing there's no one particular for me it's i do i like working with teams teams is something i love doing i love helping to create teams that are resilient so that's that's really sort of passionate about what i do and it's teams who've got a massive ambition um, right. and almost uh, uh, an ambition that is they feel is way beyond them i love that sense of you know that team of athletes who came to me rowers hmm. going to break a world record going to row around 2000 miles around you know gb it's like that's absolutely crazy <laughs> um you know it's that sort of i i get excited you know i i've been increasingly getting more and more people on my podcast uh not that i mean i have ceos i have leaders on there but more and more people who are doing extreme stuff you know whether that's you know the youngest lady to row across the atlantic at 21 years old you know hmm. i've got a lady coming on soon who's done and triathletes triathlons in a row so there's something about that extremity extreme stuff yeah, somebody's got some massive ambition feels a bit like scary love it yeah uh, oh, wonderful and, and flipping that on its head a little bit if you were able to have um uh, a, a coffee a beer a networking event with any particular individual or groups that you think you could really learn from and could help you perform who might that be well this person's not alive right now, uh, unfortunately. And, <laughs> Lim and, and limiting belief, mate. <laughs> maybe, yeah. And, and the, the reason, it's just, it, for me, uh, it's sort of Nelson Mandela, really, because right. there's something about his life. I know some of the stuff, early days, probably we don't always agree with, but mm. what came out of it and how he used adversity, difficulty, lots of years in prison, and still was full of gratitude, full of um, kindness, and then and end up leading the nation of South Africa. And to me, I just I just love to just be and sat, sit with him and just have a more than a coffee and a beer and spend a lot of time with him <laughs> yeah. and just understand how do you do, how do you do that? How do you go through that? And mm. without bitterness and malice and it's just it's so powerful stuff. And I think it's uh yeah i would love, love to have had the opportunity have done that but yeah that that's that's great yeah i mean going through with your one of your key themes there of resilience uh, you don't get much better example of resilience no. than nelson mandela do you? absolutely yeah yeah one of the areas uh finally as we look to wrap things up i always like to think about how do how do people uh get in touch with you but i just want to ask one question on this first which um is how do you usually get business in you know do you have you, you talk about um coaching executives and, and uh, business leaders and things like that do you does your business tend to come from a contract with the organize a wider organization and then people are, are pointed in your direction is it more individuals come in contact with you i'm always interested in that those sort of channels as well yeah it's a mixture it's a mixture of working with an organization and they sponsor one two three people or, or a team mm. um or it's what i call private clients who are, are literally paying for themselves uh, or business owners so it is a it is a mixture uh, of people and i say it's coming from you know the referrals it's 
all the stuff you do nowadays, you know, the social LinkedIn and everything else and network is a various ways it comes. And um, it's just keeping yourself for me being more visible and just trying to create that opportunity to have those conversations with people. Awesome. And so how do people find out more how, if they want to know more about you and what you do, your podcast, where do we find out more? Uh, best way is, is try LinkedIn, just type in my name. Um, and hopefully I'll come up with something looking what you're seeing now, or, uh, I'm sure you put links to this, uh, or you can Will go do. to my web, website, which is julianrobertsconsulting.com. And you can find the links to the podcast on there, which is helping organizations thrive. Um, and you can either watch that on YouTube or you can go onto Spotify or any other platform. It's all available there. Awesome. And I will put in all the links. I can highly recommend. I, I listen to Julian's podcast a lot. And they're uh, always fascinating conversations with people who are already high performing and want to do more um, you know, and just challenging themselves. And I think it's a great inspiration for a lot of people just to, to reach out, look for coaches, look for people who su can support you and help you to perform. So. Julian, it's been a fascinating conversation. I'm sure we'll have uh, more conversations around this in future. Um, but just want to say thank you for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me, Paul. I've enjoyed it. And uh, it's just whiz by as these things do. <laughs> thank you very much. See you soon. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you liked what you heard, then please give the podcast a rate, review and share. I'm Paul Teasdale. And from sausage making to banking oil and gas to Formula One, I help people perform. If you'd like to find out more and have a conversation, contact me via helpingpeopleperform.com.